I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can follow Brandon on Twitter, who is my co-host, as always. Why do you always, <laughs> always mess this up? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we I can, just we do. can't get through one without something. You change the order. You mispronounce things. You know, I'm just, I'm just living my best life. Makes that sucks then. Yeah, no. It's someone every like every now every every day like someone walks into to work. I'm just and they're just like, "Oh, how are you doing?" I was like, "You know, living somebody's dream." Certainly not mine. Definitely not yours. I don't, whose dream is it to work two jobs at GameStop and Planet Fitness? A literally nobody. <laughs> Somebody maybe. So so are you living somebody's dream? You might be living somebody's dream. You know, that's got to be someone's dream to work retail. I don't, I mean you're definitely living a better life than some people are. I mean at least at least, at least one person has a worse I'm, life than me. <laughs> I'm sure there aren't a lot of people that are like, oh, I would love to work retail and GameStop and at Planet Fitness. Seven but there are definitely there are definitely people that are like, I would rather be doing that than what I'm doing now. Yeah, probably at least one or two. Maybe, if you're lucky. Yeah, you know. Or if they're unlucky. But you can follow Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. <laughs> You can follow the show on Twitter at Whole uh, Line Sports. And uh, we have some big news coming out today. And, uh, you know, this is Brandon's company. Uh, so I'll let him talk about that. Yeah. Um, so pretty much this whole week, I've been sending out somewhat, I guess you could call it cryptic. Tweets. I mean, you're just sending out random pictures. I know, but like there were, there was meaning behind it. It's like a lot of them were talking about tomorrow. Pac-Man was eating. Uh, I'm pretty sure I put SpongeBob at one point because he absorbs things. I put the Kirby one you were talking about. Fine, uh, I, I missed the Kirby one. That's why I tweeted it out myself. I didn't know you tweeted out Kirby. I'm, I'm pretty sure I tweeted that out also. Uh, I put like someone laying a brick wall to be like, oh, like it's building up. Um, Either way, I know that for some reason nobody DM'd me, but I know that people were DMing other people that write for Whole Nine Sports trying <laughs> to ask what the secret was and why. They literally said cryptic. That's why that's the word I was going to use. Um, and it's that Whole Nine Sports is now absorbing. Uh, defend the house which if you don't know defend the house it's another scouting website uh yeah we're absorbing them all their writers every contributor they have it's coming over to whole nine sports defend the house is no longer going to be a thing they're all coming over to whole nine sports which means whole nine sports whole nine sports which means that uh we're going to be able to bring you a lot more content we're planning right now to bring in multiple more podcasts uh 
working on potential video content coming out soon. Or, well, we're working on it, but, uh... Let's see, you know, exciting things coming along. Can't wait. Yeah, it should be, uh, it should be fun. I'm excited to have, uh, everyone over, uh, growing in size by, like, a third, which is insane. Yeah, we had 20, and then now we have 30, so... I, I mean, really... We grew by 50%. Because, yeah, it was from 20 and then half that's 10. I mean, oh, yeah, that, that's true. So. Yeah, we grew by 50%. I was thinking 10 is one-third of 30. Yeah, I, I actually Listen, we record before. these things late. Yeah. Um, Not that I wouldn't have made that same mistake earlier. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm laughing at a tweet that I just saw. Uh, <laughs> someone was like, Yo, just a reminder in case you forgot, uh, Joe Burrow and Justin McMillan, the two-lane quarterback, shared a room last year. Justin McMillan was like 7 of 20 for 180, and most of that coming on the last play. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was like, Justin McMillan throwing dimes when he was like 5 of 16 for 50 yards. <laughs> it just made He's me laugh. He's trying his best. <laughs> Listen, Justin McMillan, uh, he's a good uh, utility quarterback. Um, yeah, so that's the big news that he's been talking about, uh, tweeting about. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, some good news. Yeah, and um, it happened so fast, too. I literally started speaking about it on Tuesday. I started speaking to defend the house. It's now Thursday night, and it just happens so fast. that uh, and It's awesome. Can't wait to see how it goes. Uh, I'm just reading the podcast notes, um, and I'll, I'll read this one word for word. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just started laughing. Do, do not read it word for word. <laughs> <laughs> do not read that one word for word. Uh, we run a clean program here. Do we? I guess. I mean, okay. I'm trying to run a cleaner Okay, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll le- I'll leave this one be since it's a, a new pod. A, a, we're getting a new audience. Oh yeah, yeah, we should. Um, <laughs> uh, so the next part is going to be uh, QB injuries slash updates. Uh, yeah, I wasn't on the last episode to talk about Drew Brees. Um, man, that makes me sad. That's it. Yeah, it happens. Like like I said, like Breeze is my favorite quarterback of all time, so it sucks. Someone today to me was like, you know, I've been telling him it's time to move on from Breeze. He's old. What about that idiot that texted you about Michael Thomas? Okay, I think that was a fantasy tweet. I'm pretty sure that was a fantasy tweet. But yeah, when I woke up to a text saying, would you trade Michael Thomas That now that Drew Breeze is gone? I hope that's about fantasy. Did you just not answer them? No, no, I did. He didn't respond. I sent him uh, the uh, looking like the 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 hum emoji. <laughs> I'm assuming everyone knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> not the huh or the the judging face like, emoji with the eyeglass. <laughs> you're not. I mean, it could also be that we have different emojis. Oh, that's true. I have an iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. I have an Android. I'm gonna send you the emoji right now. Is that why my phone just vibrated? No. I'm, I literally was telling you I'm sending it to you, and I didn't. I haven't sent it yet. 
It's a great emoji. Uh, I got it. Yeah, you understand? You know. Yeah, I, mean? I get what you mean. I've literally never used that emoji. Oh, I use it all the uh, time. Um, okay, back to the uh, <laughs> back to the <laughs> back show. To, back to the podcast. Literally, um, while we're here. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, of course. Uh, something big happened with your team this week too. Is it okay if I don't want to talk about it? <laughs> Are you just too sad? It happened. Like. I, Obviously, for those that don't know, Eli Manning benched for Daniel Jones. Uh, it happened while I was in class in like my final few minutes of class. And the first thing I did was I went, like once class ended, I went to the hallway. I found like a seat and I wrote an article about it. Cause I was like, that's going to be like how I cope with this. Um, it didn't help. I'm still very upset about it. I get it. I totally understand it. And I don't... I don't hate the decision when it comes to putting in who gives you your best chance to win now. It's just it sucks to see Eli has declined enough where he's getting benched again. Um, Which, by the way, it's horseshit that he ever got... I just said we're trying to run a clean program. That's what I say. This is a sore subject. uh, (laughs) Uh, yeah, the fact that he got benched the first time is absolutely ridiculous. I guess we're not talking about uh, Robbie Anderson anymore. No, no more Robbie. <laughs> Whenever me and Matt record again without you, just know it's not going to be fun. Go ahead, I don't care. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, Eli getting benched is just ridiculously upsetting. At least you're benching sense. Eli to put in a younger version of Eli. You can just pretend that it's still Eli out there. No, Daniel Jones isn't going to be able to replicate the faces that Eli would make. True. It would have been easier with if if they kept in Geno Smith. God. <laughs> it's. I'm not even mad about like them benching Eli at that point. I was mad that they benched Eli Manning for Geno Smith for one game, and then start Eli. You got to see what you have, man. It was Chino Smith. We know what we have. Oh, Defend the House just started following me on Twitter. I mean, yeah, that that's Mason's account. Is like his like handle is still up in the house. <laughs> um, how funny is it that Taco Charlton got asked to be released from the Cowboys to sign with the Dolphins? I'd be really pissed if I was him. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Because the Dolphins are letting all the good players go, and they're just like, yeah, give us, like, we'll take bums. Give us David Fales and, uh, (laughs) give us David Fales and Taco Charlton. Did you see, um, well, the Jets took David Fales. Oh, yeah, he used to play for the Dolphins. Did you see the, uh, the picture of David Fales, like, throwing a football, and his fingers aren't even on the laces? (laughs) Like, he's holding the opposite side of the football. As he's throwing it. And I saw people on Twitter were just like, um, Colin Kaepernick is still a free agent, but the Jets picked up the guy that doesn't even know how to hold a football. He throws it like uh, people, like high school quarterbacks in movies throw it. Pretty much, yeah. I forgot who it was in that one video that came out. Of, I know, I think it was Robbie Amell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and definitely. He's like throwing it so horribly. That's just 
that's david fails um have you did you see the whole thing about uh people finding out derrick henry's senior season stats yeah I, i sent it in one of our group chats oh my god well i saw the i saw you retweet the uh the one about his yeah. like high school stats. Did you see the one that like went through his game by game senior year? No. Oh my god! So I'll read you the carries for his senior year, uh, game by game: thirty-one, fifteen, forty-one, forty-five, thirty-five, sixteen, thirty-five, thirty-five, forty-five, twenty-one, fifty-seven, forty-three, and forty-three. Yeah, I was doing the math. Uh... When I saw the season stats, and I was just like, he had 35 and a half carries per game. Yeah, these are, the, year. these are the yards game by game. Um, 336, 242, 303, 510, 362, 201, 215, 455, 242, 404, 485, 189, and 317. Props to the team that held in the 189. Dude, yeah, 189 on 43 carries. It's actually not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and they also held him to one touchdown. Especially considering, like, you, you, they were playing, like, they were high school students, and they were playing against, like, a 30-year-old man. And his touchdown was 3, I don't 4, care. 5, 6, 6, 3, 3, 5, 3, 6, 6, 1, and 4. You literally couldn't even put up those numbers in Madden. No, you would run out of time. Like, I'm really props to the team that held him to, to 189, though. I don't know what they did, but... uh yeah, that's great. But yeah, don't no shout outs for the team that uh that he did 45, 5, 10, and 6 against. <laughs> I wonder if they were even trying at that point. Like they're just like, whatever, let them score and then we'll try to keep up on offense. Like, don't get trucked by this dude. <laughs> or the team that uh gave up 20 yards per carry with the 21, 404, and 6. <laughs> Jesus. Like Oh my god. I honestly don't even know what I would have done if like when I was in high school I would have gone up against someone Derrick Henry size. Or have you seen like the Jadavion Clowney highlights? Yes. That's insane, dude. Yeah, well I wasn't I didn't have to worry about stopping Jadavion Clowney. Like I would have had to be playing corner and have Derrick Henry just plow through the hmm. front seven. And then I'm just like, ah, well, here goes my life. They'd be like you could see me stopping and Derrick Henry on his way, and there'd be that little like TV show freeze frame, and it's like, well, here's how I got here, and then that would just be, that would just be a uh, little clip before I get ran through. Man, uh, so did you watch the uh, the the Titans Jags game? No, I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I will never watch a Titans Jags Thursday night game. Dude, Those I'm, are always the worst game of the year. Oh my god, it's so bad, dude. I mean, Gardner Minshew's a god. DJ Chark is a god. Leonard yeah, Fournette needs a, a new videos. team. I saw a bunch of videos on Twitter, and I was like, oh wow, yeah, he's looking really good. And I was just like, I'm not. I refuse to watch this game. Um, Marcus Mariota's bad at football. Whatever, they're just gonna take Jake from him. Um, you know, Leonard Fournette needs a new team. These are this was stats. Uh, 15 carries oh, I, for... I saw his stats. I was playing him in fantasy. I really hope that... Uh, his that long was 69, and he finished with 66 carries. 66 yards on 15 carries. Yep. Yeah. 
I think he just needs a new team, man. He has the talent. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. He might need new talent. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to go into, get into Pick'em? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Um, so the first game is uh, New Orleans at Seattle. The spread is going to be Seattle minus four. Um, I'm smashing that New Orleans. Historically, this isn't a game that we win. Um, because we don't do good when we go to Seattle. Um, don't do well. Don't do well, you know. Don't do well when we go to Seattle. Um, we don't have Drew Brees. But, uh, just hearing, uh, Sean Payton... Hearing like all the info about Sean Payton, his preparation for this week has me excited and hopeful. Like, do you do you see? Uh, he was like, it was Larry Warford said. Um, someone asked him about it. He was like, you know, I've been watching Coach this week, and like, I think he's more excited this week than he is making a game plan for Drew Brees. He like he lives for this. Like he's he's someone was like. The, uh, he's messing with the media again. It's almost like, uh, how do you, with Teddy, Teddy coming in, uh, with Taysom being the number two, um, what do you, how do you plan to use him as much as you do in other positions? He's like, well, you're assuming he's the number two. I definitely think you're going to see a lot of both quarterbacks. Um, and I think he just has been crafting up this game plan that's gonna, the Seattle's not ready for because they don't have a lot of tape on him. On the two quarterbacks he plans on using. I disagree with you. I'm going Seattle minus four. I knew um, you would. My main reason for it, though, is because last week when Drew Brees went out, the Saints' offensive line just became garbage. There are so many penalties that just you I, should not have if you want to be a winning NFL team. I think that that was a case of them not being in sync with Teddy Bridgewater, just being thrown in the middle of the game. Um, and I think that a week of practice will have them uh, will have them more in check and ready and like a more in sync. Uh, so I don't expect the same tr- troubles to have because the, the Saints have a really good offensive line and it was really uncharacteristic last week because it was noticeably bad. It is atrocious. I think it's going to be a very close game, and even if the Saints don't pull it off, I think it'll be within four points. I think it's going to be, it's going to be really close. That's fair. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at like a 31-28 game either way. Okay. Um, and then so the next one is going to be Baltimore at Kansas City. The spread is Kansas City minus six and a half. You want me to take this one? Yeah, you can go first. Uh, I'm going Baltimore, plus six and a half. Oh, yeah. Uh, nothing against the Chiefs' offense, because we know that they could put up a ton of points, but uh, their defense is less than uh, less than average. <laughs> I was going to say less than stellar, but, you know, they're a very below-average defense. I don't know if they're going to be able to withstand the Ravens kind of punching them in the mouth early on. And um, I think that if any secondary can keep up with the Chiefs receivers, it's Baltimore. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very 
high scoring game, but both of these offenses are super high powered now. Um, I don't think that Kendall Fuller is going to be able to keep up with Hollywood Brown. Why are you laughing in the middle of saying that? Uh, you know, <laughs> reason, I just, you know, uh, it got cut, Brandon. You don't have to tell them about it. <laughs> I'll tell them what you said Gardner Minshew is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we're even. We're even. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if the rate, I don't know if this game's going to be as high scoring as we expect. Because I think the Ravens might kind of get back to their not option offense, but kind of run heavy. Because I think they'll know that the Chiefs are going to have a very difficult time stopping it. Yeah, uh, it's going to be the game, the NFL game of the week. Either way, I think. I wish they could flex it to the night game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be a better game than the than the actual night game. Uh, which is the Rams at the Browns. Uh, the spread for that one is... Suck. What? I said this game's going to suck. Oh, yeah, it's going to be awful. Um, the spread for this game is LAR minus three. <laughs> um, um, you can go with this one. I, I am taking the Rams at minus three. You're taking the Rams? Yeah, I just... I haven't liked what I've seen from the Browns so far. Their offensive line is atrocious. Oh, it's and so bad. Aaron Donald and Dante Fowler Jr. just might combine for like five sacks this weekend. Um, I might. They might get five sacks to each. <laughs> yeah, no, this offensive line is really bad. And Baker looks terrible. He's, he's looked he, really shooken. Yeah, he looks like he's not really even reading the defense. Like he's kind of just going out there and trying to make stuff happen. Well, he has Wade all the weapons, is, so he doesn't have to try, right? Wade Phillips is going to wreck him. Yeah. See, I haven't figured out how to bet on NFL games yet. Um, so my first instinct is to go with the Rams. So for that reason, I'm going to go with the, uh, the with the Browns. Um, Not even going to give a reason. You're just like, yeah, this is the pick. <laughs> this is the pick. I don't know. It's just sometimes some of these games... That I've gotten right that I probably shouldn't have, like you know, like Coastal Carolina. I just gonna have a feeling, um, and I kind of get that feeling from the uh, from the Browns, and I don't know. I just—I uh, mean, Miles Garrett looked great on Monday night. Oh, uh, apparently people think he's a dirty player now. I don't—I don't think any of those hits were dirty. No, especially the one that people are saying because it was a roughing the passer that mm-hmm. hurt Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon got hurt just the way he fell and landed on his ankle. Poor Trevor not... Simeon, yeah. D- did you see what Cash Daniels did to uh, Kyle Trask on Florida, the quarterback? Uh, yeah, he twisted his ankle. Yeah, he Vontae's perfect, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, even Bud Dupree had a worse hit. Yeah, on Russell Wilson, and he didn't even get fined for it. Jamal Adams or, or got penalized. Fined for that stupid hit. Jamal Adams got fined, even though the referees apologized to the Jets coaches after the game and said that they messed up that call. You know, <sighs> I mean, the, the, these calls have had uh, even they even had Tom Brady on Twitter complaining about him. 
Yeah, he said that he was shutting off the game because the refs are ruining it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Hall of Fame quarterbacks like Gardner Minshew get those calls. I hate you. Um, You're not wrong, but I hate you. Moving on, with that attitude, Gardner's never coming on the pod. Um, Moving on to college football, (laughs) the first game that we have to talk about is Utah at USC. Um, This one's very easy. It's going to be Utah minus four for me. Um, You know, Keaton Slovis, he had me thinking this team, because I thought this team was done as soon as JT Daniels left. And then Keaton Slovis did a... did well, and I was like, oh, uh, okay, Keaton, okay, I see how you do. Uh, maybe this team isn't done. And then they played BYU, and now I don't know where they're at. Um, and Utah is a proven fantastic defense um, and uh, fantastic offense with Zach Moss just lighting up the place. Um, I'm, I'm excited I'm excited to watch this game just because it's a good reason to watch some uh, – some Utah football on a Friday night. Yeah, I, uh, the defense is the reason I'm giving this one to Utah at minus four. I just don't know if Keaton Slovis is going to be able to really produce and move the ball down the field here. Yeah, Jalen Johnson is getting his first pick of the year today. I mean, not today. Well, today, well, actually. Well, today, yeah. It's yeah. after midnight for me, at least. Yeah, and the episode's coming out on Friday. Jalen Johnson's getting his first pick. I mean... The dude has looked fantastic this year. Um, so I'm sticking with my guns with him as a cornerback number one. That's fine. I, I disagree with you. Yeah, I know. Are you going to put C.J. Henderson, who's not even playing? Yeah. Um, the next game is going to be Air Force at number 20, Boise State. I'll let you go another, this one. Uh, another Friday night game. Yeah. Uh. I'm giving Boise State minus eight the whole way. Uh, Hank Bachmeyer, the quarterback for Boise State, he's a freshman. He's a dude. Yeah, that's basically the best way to put it. He's a dude. He's made some, obviously, simple mistakes, as all freshmen do. But I've I've seen his games, and I think he's got something in him that they're going to win this game. And I think Air Force is being a little overrated because they beat Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Did they, they, they? How good did they even look against Colorado? Like he, okay. Uh, their their running back looks looks pretty good. Caden Rimsberg or whatever. Their quarterback is uh, not really selling me, and I don't think that's going to be enough to beat Boise. And I mean, their defense isn't amazing. Lavisca also had a great game against Boise, against uh, Air Force last week. Yeah, no, I think Curtis Weaver is going to be the, a big game changer for them, for Boise State this, this week. I think he needs to have a big one. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Boise the eight points. We agree. Disgusting. Oh, my God. Sorry, I just, I just saw the best news ever. Um, so. Shaquille O'Neal is going to DJ one night at Fred's in Tigerland. All right, moving on to things that are important. Uh, if it's about Tigerland, never tell me about it. Um, shout out to anyone who knows what Tigerland is and, and why it's the worst place on earth. 
but I have to go for uh, DJ Diesel. <laughs> um, the next up is going to be Colorado at number 24, Arizona State. The spread is higher than I expected. Um, Arizona minus 7.5. I like Arizona State. I love Jaden Daniels. Um, Eno Benjamin, Benjamin is obviously a very good at football. Um, but I don't know if I want to give them 7.5 versus Colorado. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I'm not. Yeah, it's just... I like their offense, and I like their. I don't know. Colorado, Colorado isn't amazing, but they've. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. If they're I'm, able to keep Nebraska within three points, what do I want to do? What are you doing? You you go before I make my final decision. I'm going Colorado plus seven and a half. Uh, I think that Arizona State looked really good last week against a really bad Michigan State offense. Really bad. Yeah. Um, it is cool, though, that we're going to see LaVisca Chenault, receiver for Colorado, of course. Mm-hmm. And then Brandon Ayuk, a receiver for Arizona State, who's been having a very good year so far. Um, and then Eno Benjamin and Alex Fontenot, the running backs for the opposing teams. Um, that's the skill positions here is what I'm really looking forward to on offense. Yeah, no, this and I, 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 I just don't think Arizona state's as good as their number 24 ranking. Oh, I don't think they're overrated They're This is a good team. Um, you know, I like to, I would want, I want to say like, um, that, their like freshman quarterback, like this is a big game, but he didn't look really shaken that much against Michigan State. Obviously, they didn't do much, but he didn't look awful. Um, yeah, the game looked awful. Oh, the game was <laughs> miserable. Was, um, I'm pretty sure I said it on the Sunday night recording that it was like I, I was miserable that entire time watching that game. <laughs> that game sucked. Um. I am. I need to give my decision. I'm gonna go Arizona State minus seven and a half. I just really like this team. Uh, I think they're really good at football, and they just have that it factor. Um, Michigan State at Northwestern. Why you? I thought I never thought you would pick to talk about a Michigan State game. I'm doing it so that I can pick Northwestern plus nine and a half because I think it's ridiculous that Vegas even thinks Michigan State can score 10. Um, (laughs) Let alone 10 more than another team. Michigan State looked awful last week. Their offense has looked garbage all year. And until they prove me wrong, I'm not picking them ever. I mean, their offense didn't look terrible against Western Michigan. It's Western Michigan. Yeah, and Northwestern's Northwestern. Patty Fisher might tear it up on them. No, but I also do think that a lot of it's going to come down to Northwestern uh, kind of trying to just run the ball. I think it's going to be Big Ten football, which is like mm-hmm. basically old school NFL football. That's how it is at this point. It's just they're just trying to run the ball, play good defense. And um, 
you know, Drake Anderson last week looked really good for the running back for Northwestern, and uh, I think he's another big game this weekend. Yeah, um, if they were only able, if they were able to lose by ten against Stanford, who has a worse offense than Michigan State this year? I mean, they did have KJ Costello. Yeah, who sucks. He was pretty good against Northwestern. Uh, I'd say he's on par with what Brian Lewerke will probably look like. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's it's it comes down to me. Like, you expect Northwestern to score at least like 15. Or like, not 15, that's a random number. Like 17 or 14. We're expecting Northwestern to kick five field goals. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> expecting Northwestern to score at least like 14 or 17. And then you'd have to say, well, then I trust Michigan State to score 30. And I don't know if I'm comfortable doing that. I'm definitely not. Um, so I'm going go, to go Northwestern. Especially it being an away game also helps me here or also help me decide this but really it just came down to this michigan state offense is so terrible i I just i don't know how they were 10 point favorites here um watch they're gonna win by 35 now oh definitely Uh, it's gonna be like a 50 point game um so the next game is gonna be uh number 11 at number 13 uh number 11 michigan at number 13 wisconsin the spread is going to be Wisconsin minus three and a half, and I'm taking that all day. Yeah, me too. Michigan sucks at football, and they should not be deserve. They don't deserve to be ranked number eleven. Yeah, no, they they look like a bad team. I know that a lot of people are pointing out Shea Patterson. They look bad all around. It's not just Shea looks bad. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm saying this whole team though looks very bad. Army just beat the crap out of them on the ground really and wisconsin has jonathan taylor to do that and the wisconsin offensive line i think jonathan taylor's gonna have a field day with this defense yeah jonathan taylor is very good at football and michigan is very not um so i think they're gonna be fine and i think wisconsin's gonna win by a lot more than three and a half oh yeah um it's one of the more disrespectful spread spreads I, i think we have on here but like an actually disrespectful one, not like Iowa State, Northern Iowa disrespectful. Yeah, no. Um, Iowa State at number 12, Texas. I mean, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State at number 12, Texas. The spread, Texas minus six. Uh, I'll let you go with this one. I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do with this one yet. That's why I put it up here. It's one that I was, uh, I was writing my preview for them, and I was just like, I, don't, I still don't know what I want to do because... Oklahoma State can put up the points. That's not the issue. And I, I'm i going Texas. I'm going Texas to. too, yeah. I don't know if they can stop this Texas offense, but I know that Oklahoma State can put up the points. Yeah. You know what? Can I do something? What do you, are you like? I don't know. What, what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to take Michigan State. <laughs> Minus nine and a half. I don't know. Is it just, because we're agreeing too much? That no, like, that and I'm just like looking back at them. I'm just like, 
you know what? I'm about it. You really said it's one of the most disrespectful spreads we've seen. No, I'm thinking Michigan State, not Michigan. Oh, okay. No, Wisconsin's going to destroy them. Okay. Um, I'm thinking Michigan State minus nine and a half. I don't know. I think uh, whenever you really hate a game, I'm about it. That's fair. Um, uh, then then I guess you're going... I yeah, I was gonna say I guess you're disagreeing with me here too. Um, I don't know where I don't know where you're going with this one. Number seven, Notre Dame at number three, Georgia. A really odd spread. Uh, yeah, they're four spots apart in the rankings. Yeah. But Georgia's a fourteen and a half point favorite. Um, can I say something here? I mean, it's our podcast, so yes, you can say things if you want to. I haven't loved Georgia that much this year. I haven't either, but I have loved Notre Dame a lot less. <laughs> so that's why I'm taking Georgia. You're taking Georgia? I am, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just haven't... Obviously, they whoop, they've whooped some people, but I still haven't like loved them. They struggled the first half against Murray State, who got blown up by Toledo. Hey. Um, Toledo is a very good football school. All right, calm down. Um, <laughs> Vanderbilt, I mean, they beat teams, but, like, I don't know. I'm just not sold enough. I'm going Notre Dame. Take an Ian book. That's why I'm going Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just don't think. I don't really. I don't trust Notre Dame. That's what it comes down to. And just because we forgot to do it at the beginning of this segment. Um, my current record right now is 21, 14 and one, and Brandon is 16, 19 and one. Hopefully I'm turning things around, but we'll I can see. see this week going either way. Um, hopefully I'm turning around. Hopefully. At this point, I'm just like making bets and I'm like, I'm just throwing some stuff on the wall and hoping it sticks. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've done, so maybe... <laughs> Maybe that'll help for you. All right, and then so we can move on to the mailbag. Um, we have two. Um, Mike Hernishan uh, sent in the first one. Uh, Julian O'Quara has done nothing that, so far this season. I know he's a largely trades guy, but would you still him, wait, still rank him ahead of Weaver, Wilkes, and Zuniga? Um, yeah, I had him behind them all. Yeah, that's literally what I wrote here. But he wasn't better than them to begin with. Um, I know that a lot of people are high on Julian O'Quara. I'm not really. Uh, I ha- I'll say that he was basically tied with Weaver, but Wilkes and Zuniga, he was behind. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. I just I don't know. I'm not a. I was never a big uh, Julian O'Quara guy. Nope. Um, I know I just picked Notre Dame to win, but like, I, it's I need more him, than one player. <laughs> yeah, more than one player. I need him to 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 step up. But yeah, I don't. I didn't have him that high to begin with. Um, so yeah, that's really all I have to say about that one. This one was sent in by Ross Jackson. Um, which QBs in the twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one draft classes for the Saints uh, fit the Saints? traditional QB and utility QB roles best. Um, 
For 2020, the first one I did was the traditional, <laughs> and that is it was the easiest answer of all time, and that's Joe Burrow. I mean, he's playing the Saints offense right now with uh, with Joe Brady in there. He's literally just – they have run so many of the Saints plays. Um, he is uh, – He's literally just running the offense right now, and I would, oh my god, I would love nothing more than Joe Burrow to become the Saints' next quarterback. I would love nothing more than for him to not become the next Saints' quarterback, so then you can finally shut up about Joe Burrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Which, by the way, I think the slap bet should be null and void now that Felipe Franks dislocated his oh angle. oh you're trying to get out of it now the the done the deal was done before uh he got his injury the joe burrow and felipe frank felipe franks wasn't coming back to have a better season than joe burrow i don't know because the game before felipe got hurt he only had two incompletions yeah <laughs> joe burrow has 15 incompletions on <laughs> in the year and like just of ninety attempts, um, I'll let the people decide that one. So please uh, let us know how you feel if you think uh, our slap bet should be null and void. I I was probably gonna lose it, but I mean at least like this way now the, I have zero chance of winning. <laughs> the, uh, the the bet was whether or not Felipe Franks or Joe Burrow would have a better season. So let us know what you think about that. Um, and then, so who would you put for your first traditional in 2020? I mean, uh, the traditional QB that I put was Jake Bentley. Um, not not expected to be a high pick at all, which is also why I put him because I feel like the Saints are always moving around the early picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Jake Bentley would be smart enough to run this offense, and I think that he has the. Uh, the arm talent to make the all the throws or most of the throws in this offense okay okay i'm about it huh i don't know jake bentley is just he's not gonna play another stat for south carolina he's not no but i mean hey saints have taken a chance on an injured quarterback before you know uh, yeah. Actually, I had a few, a few of them. I was talking about Breeze, but then I realized Teddy also. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. And Taysom got hurt like six times in college. <laughs> Maybe that's actually a trait they look for. <laughs> we want to find the most injury-prone quarterbacks and bring them in. Um, they should do most suspension-prone and bring in Swag Kelly. I mean, Have you kept up with the uh, JT Baird and the Saints saga at all? Ever since last year when Ross tweeted that JT Baird is going to be like a yo-yo for the Saints practice squad, he's going to be up and down, up and down, up and down. I have been keeping track of it. And every time I see a JT Baird move, I'm just like, yo-yo goes up, (laughs) yo-yo goes down. (laughs) Yeah, we do that all the time like in in the All Saints Considered group chat. Oh, it's great, and because I just thought about it, because he just got signed to the practice squad again. Yeah, and no, I saw, and then I saw Ross tweet about it, and that's how I saw it. I was just like, "Yo, yo, goes up." I mean, it's <laughs> inevitable. Death taxes and uh, JT Barry. JT Barry getting cut from the practice squad, squad only to get brought back into it. Um, and then, so for my utility quarterback, uh, these two, mine and him, are the easiest of all time. 
Uh, it could go either way for either of us. We both love, I mean, I at least love Derek King. I don't know about you, but I definitely love Khalil Tate. Um, yeah, I, I love them both. So. Yeah, Derek King would be beautiful to see in this offense, I think. Well, in the Taysom Hill role, just because he has the mobility. He's a small dude, and he has about as much throwing talent as Taysom Hill, which is not he, a ton, but I think it's there. And I do think that both Khalil Tate and Derek King have the build to put up with the move him around a lot. He's going to get hit. He's going to get bumped. I do think they have the build to withstand those hits. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know about putting Derek King at no, tight end. Not tight end. Thing. <laughs> but I mean, moving them around a lot, letting him get hit and run through. Yeah, like, run the little options. If he gets cracked, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, because I mean, what Taysom Hill is? Uh, he is six two and not five Derek nine. King like Derek King is, King. <laughs> Derek King's, I think, five eleven. Being generous. Yeah, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure that he was measured at something last year, and he was like five nine. Yeah, he's a short boy, but uh, we love him. He's like a thicker Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the quote for this episode? He's sure. like a thicker Kyler Murray. <laughs> and I hope you know I'm putting with two C's. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way. Okay, I'm just making sure. Um, and then uh, you already said yours, right? Yeah, we we said King and Tate, yes. Okay, cool. And then so for 2021, uh, my traditional quarterback would be uh, Justin Fields. Um, man, he's just fun to watch. Um, he's making a case to go to quarter, uh, quarterback number one in that class. Yeah, especially he's getting helped by Trevor Lawrence. Uh, not doing that great. Yeah, not taking the world by storm this year, but... Uh, Fields is excelling in the Ohio State offense. Yeah. And his arm, such a strong arm. It's awesome. Yeah, plus he has... I would love to see him in a in a Sean Payton offense. Honestly, you might not even use the utility quarterback at that point. No, because he is your utility <laughs> yeah, quarterback. Yeah, just save the roster spot there. Um, And then who's yours? Uh, I put KJ Costello for the same Gross. reason I put Jake Bentley. I think that he's smart enough to run the system... He's a Stanford and that, boy. And I think that he's got enough arm talent to make the majority of the throws where they wouldn't have to change the offense significantly for him. You really just gave the Saints two terrible quarterbacks. Well, you beat me to the list, so you took them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, what I didn't take from you, because I didn't know who to put, was the 2021 utility quarterback. I just put Tate Martell, um, just because that's how Miami is using him right now. Yeah, he's a receiver right now. He's a receiver. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like Sean Payton could help him. Because um, he, you know, at one point showed potential in being a quarterback. Um, and he still does. It's just his attitude. Yeah. Uh, the Saints could fix his attitude, maybe. and Because uh, they've done it before. Um, and I'd, I'd, I'd like to see what Sean Payton would do with Tate Martell. And I would like to point out Tate's not being used at all at Miami. Oh, yeah, that's true. He had one carry against Florida, and he lost a yard, and then he had one carry against Bethune-Cookman, and he gained three. Hey, he got three yards. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> he has two carries for two yards. Uh, and the utility player that I put was Kellen Mond, the quarterback for Texas A&M. He's been getting a lot of hype as a breakout player. 
He just hasn't done it yet. So at this point, he's going to be marked as my utility, but he's got potential to be... I think he's going to be the next Dak Prescott. I mean, he wouldn't be super off. No, I think they just play similar types of football and they have different, similar uh, stories, you know? Yeah, I could see it. Um, so, yeah, I could. I, I think it would, I, I wouldn't mind it. Um, I'd rather him as than K.J. Costello in the traditional sense. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with it. I was looking at the 2021 list that I have, and I was just like, there's not a lot of people here that would be available at a Saints pick no. and that I would like. That, uh, that, that class, the 2021 class is very top-heavy. So I think that about does it for us uh, here today. Um, As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can follow the show on Twitter at Whole Nine Sports. Um, And you can come interact with us and all of our new compadres um, from Defend the House. Uh, Welcome once again, everyone. Um, And then uh, you can uh, please leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify follow us you know subscribe do all that fun jazz that helps us out a ton and only takes a couple seconds to do um and yeah come interact with us on twitter because we're lonely people who um survive on attention from twitter you're not wrong yeah so (laughs) um bye i guess